0: Welcome to the I Am Talk Epic Camp Interviews, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys. So welcome along to uh, day two of the I Am Talk Epic Camp Interviews. Was kind of. Day four, isn't it? Day four. But it's day two of our Epic Camp interviews, yes, isn't it? That's right.
1: Thinking, mate. I'm thinking. Brought to you by... Okay, ...coffeesofhawaii.com. Uh, oh, and you
0: know what? I haven't had it yet, but you know what I'm doing straight after this? Going for coffee. Oh, it. Coffee's Fine. been
1: rolling pretty... Pretty
0: well every morning. Blue seventy, and I tell you what. Have you seen? You know how you got your blue seventy bag? Yeah. And it's pretty cool, I have to admit. Yeah. Have you seen Chris's blue seventy bag? Beginning a call. Um, I, can you hook me up for one of those bags? They are awesome, man. It's
1: time for a product review.
0: Yeah, I, I think <laughs> so. I've got this these blue seventy bags, and it's a, for a traveller. Yeah. And it's got the it's got you know the wheels on the bag, but it's it's just a really it, great. Right, it
1: opens completely out, it goes yeah. flat.
0: Yeah. So it's a great great bag for a triathlete. Like.
1: We'll do a product review. On yeah, it.
0: We have to. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure we get two.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuel belt. Fuel belt for just... all your running needs. Mm, a few of the boys are out on the run right now. Got their fuel belts on. I noticed. High five. High five. And I was uh, popping a couple of the uh, caffeinated gels. I, was, I actually wanted to pop a couple before the big hill climb today, and I had one in my pocket. Couldn't find the others. They were um, just the uh, normal flavours, which are good. But the caffeine gives you. The, well, you did have a bit of coke. I noticed. Yeah, coke yeah. didn't really kick until I was over the hill though. Which um, was
0: just a bit of pain. And then uh, lastly, we have Oomphar. Oomphar. Do we Oomphar. have the this year?
1: No. Oh, okay. Did not so mention them no. then? then. <laughs> well, he had a good support of the camp, but just uh, not, um... I was a little slack on getting things organised for this camp. Oh, so, so it's more they're, your fault. They're still on board.
0: Okay, they're a good, they're a good company. Yeah. But oomph as well, honestly, check out the website, great triathlon gear. If you like, if you actually like nice kind of fashion stuff that fits well, oomph is really great. oomphsports.com oomphsports.com So we're on day four now, we've just got in, and it's quite nice today because we've got in a
1: little bit earlier, it's only 4.30 in the afternoon. Tell us what we've been doing. So we opened up, uh, most people did a swim and a run of some description, whether it was a run, swim, run, and then a swim this morning. Yep. And... I managed to jinx today because I looked at the weather forecast. What did you last say last night on the show? You said it's going to be five beautiful days. Couldn't believe it. I went to bed last night and it has a five day forecast. Every day, clear, sun. Perfect. One would say perfect. Wake up this morning, raining, rained all day.
0: <laughs> Although was it wasn't saying,
1: terrible rain. I'm sending some cyanide to bloody the Met Service. I was not impressed. <laughs> was, seriously, man, how can you get it that wrong? <sighs> it was, but it, it wasn't like. You know, big droopy rain was it? I was a bit over it by the oh, time yeah. by, by the time it came down that hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I opening up with swimming around a few. Um, and there was the option to do the six case one today, and a few people actually took that option. Only two. Uh, there was uh, Mad, Madman. Madman and. Uh, Tara. Have, come, have I come up with a name for you? yet? Yeah, I have. Uh, lim- the limpet. Yep, the limpet. Yep. Limpet.
0: And, uh, they managed This is pretty guys. exciting for the people who are donating to Kona as well, because they're just seeing great examples of well, how good you are at names. <laughs> yes, <that's right. laughs> so, Keep donating. <laughs> You'll get a good one. We're going to be doing that when we get back next week. Yeah. Um, so Tara was saying that they also did extra sets as well, so they did extra points well, as we well. Did
1: the, the, we did the 2100s on 130, and the pool was is so slow. And we were only just making the most was making. Oh, was the pool slow, was it?
0: Yeah, it was really tough. And why? Uh, what makes it a slow pool? Because they were talking about that yesterday. It's shallow. Okay, um, shallow makes it harder. Is
1: one thing. Um, so, you know, if you remember to the Olympic Games, the reason why, one of the reasons why there was a lot of records was the pool was three metres deep, so you don't get any sort of turbulence. Uh, um, the water so stays the water's almost, not waving around. Yeah, water stays a lot flatter. Okay. Also, if you've got good lane ropes and things like that, it makes a big difference okay. as well. So we, there was about six of us that battled through the 2100s on 130, which would normally be a breeze. But, uh, did you get this? Yeah, yeah, yep, got there. But it was uh, I was sitting on about 126s. Not, oh, really? Not, not yeah, a lot you're stronger than it, are not you? you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, with bearing in mind, yeah, we did a 2k time trial a couple of days ago, and averaging 120s all the way through. Should- no shoulders, shoulders, it's holding up. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing any more than the minimums. Yep. So you so want do a 200 just, fly? I'll do a 200 fly, but I'll keep that. That's going to be good for your shoulder. I'll keep keep that in the, <laughs> keep that in the bank until I need need to pull it out. <laughs> There was a swim in the. We were
0: you know, running a little bit late because we turned up to the pool this morning and no one turned up. Yeah, I was slightly concerned for I a while ha- I
1: had the booking.
0: Luckily, someone turned up to do a private session, eh? Yeah. Because we could have been stuffed, really. We could have been. Hmm. So, anyway. So, so, we kind of got on the road a little bit later and getting on. We went back, had breakfast. I actually ran. I did an hour swim and then it was my first swim since road. Nice. It was actually like swimming of all the three aspects of triathlon was never the thing I loved. But it was, I did enjoy just getting in the water a day. Like, I, I did 3K, 1Ks at a time. and uh, But I really enjoyed just getting in and... I think one thing nice about swimming is it's nice thinking time, isn't it? Mm. You know, and just get lost in your thoughts. And there would have been a
1: bit of abuse coming your way if you put that wetsuit on.
0: Oh Well, I, I thought if I would turn up in wetsuits, <laughs> but the water was quite warm. I took my wetsuit down and no one was too happy about it, were they? <laughs>
1: no.
0: I was telling you
1: to do an extra 500. <laughs> no, you, would have, you would have got scorn from you the You weren't camp. happy, were you? Uh,
0: and then we went on a ride. So the ride was, ended up being about 130.
1: I think it was, yeah, I think it was about
0: 130. Yep. And within that, we basically rode for about maybe 70k. 60, about 65 yep. flat. And we went to the bottom of, what's it? the Rewaka. The Rewaka, which is basically at the bottom of Taka Hill. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of regathered, had a bit of a Coke refill. I noticed John having a Coke, so I went and got the Coke myself. Mm. And then we had a race to the top.
1: And, uh, I mean, and I'm, we've got to get it on the record here. Melina had, does do some dirty tracks. Like, we're all on the side <laughs> of the road. And uh, we start to pull out, and then a the car comes. Everybody stops. Yet he keeps going. Puts the hammer down while we're all on the side of the road. So I was quite appreciative of uh, Chris, Chris McDonald ridden, yeah. coming through, pulling us back up to Molina. So he couldn't start to fine by himself. So, so how would your race go? My race was okay. <laughs> did you beat Molina? No, but I knew he knew no, I knew he had me. But I was I was okay. Why? With me. Why? You gotta have a strategy to beat on other way up. Well, I did have a few. I did have a few goes, and. Um, but he just just hangs on to my wheel i think i don't know he just hangs on to my wheel yeah doesn't do anybody else <laughs> just <laughs> <doesn't> to my <laughs> he wheel he really was pretty happy about it at the pit stop <laughs> I think it just gives him a kick, so I, I, I'll, I'll let him have the little victories. Mm-hmm. But no, I would not let him have. I couldn't have beat him anyway. But he, he went a bit earlier than I thought this time. I was sort of thinking I'm going to go shortly, and then he went, and I didn't have enough there. Mm-mm. But I was happy to beat some people that I needed to beat. Yeah. Beat Madman up. Yeah, Madman. You beat Madman. I was impressive. Beat, beat Madman. Beat Tara. She didn't have such a good day up the hill, so I was pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a, it was a good for me. It was about as good as I could have done. So I was, satisfied. Well, I
0: was pretty stoked because I managed to take Chris out I was pretty mm. happy with that it was, um, we basically took off well I wanted to get rid of everyone right from the start so I did a short attack just before the hill and it mm-hmm. pretty much popped everyone out no one came with us and then Chris followed me and um, who was the other guy Heath. Heath Heath followed me as well and Heath stayed with us for about 500 metres and then Chris and I just I basically my strategy going into it was to think that I can't so basically Tiger Hill goes up and then there's a flat section about maybe two thirds of the way up and my strategy was that I had to lose him before the flat section because I knew on the flat section he'd drop me Mm. and if or uh, I'd lose it there basically Mm -hmm. and I knew I couldn't out sprint him so Um, I just sat on his wheel and occasionally he would attack me and then I attacked him once and then I sat back behind his wheel just playing games and then one time he put a bit of a burst in. I I fought hard to stay on his wheel. I knew he kind of held it for a little bit too long and he sat down and I attacked him straight away and I dropped him (laughs) and I was loving it to be honest. And uh, and then... uh, I think I may just be a slightly stronger climber than him, so I managed to keep on increasing that gap, and then I was making sure, you know when you're going around the corner, you make sure they can't see yeah. you? So I turn around, and go right on the angle on the corner, <laughs> so he couldn't see me, and eventually, I think he said he saw me on the flat bit, a little bit ahead, and he thought he was catching me, but
1: I just had too much by then, too much nice. of his gaze. So I was really stoked with that, because to be honest, I didn't think I'd really take it'd him. It'd be interesting to see how far you can get up the king of the mountains, because that was double points, and uh, we double points on the way back as well. Well, so, I can't really, because I didn't do the first two. Well, you won't get them jersey, but it'll be interesting to see oh. how far up you can get. Yeah. Because yeah. he'll
0: always finish either first or second. So. Yeah, yeah. Unless he gets a flatty again. I'm hoping for the flattie.
1: <laughs> He's had a lot of flatties. He has
0: had like five or six. Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then we just basically went down the other side of the hill. It was a bit scary because there
1: was trucks and rain. A lot of rain. It, was become... it wasn't a lot of rain, but it was raining, so the road was soaking. Yeah. Mm. And that's actually worse than if it was really heaving down.
0: And then we basically just
1: came home, rolled on, Three of us slapped it out for. Yeah, you, you were running pretty strong, mate. Eh? I just wanted. I was. Was it the hang coming was wet out? And I was cold, and I was tired, and I. All I was thinking about, I want to get some fresh cycling gear on. And if anybody ever comes into my day bag on Epic Camp, I've got everything in there, man. I've got like two changes of clothes. I've got. He's Every she no
0: comes in, I'm freezing. I'm going, <laughs> Jongbo <laughs> pulls out all the gear. He's I looking all. Ah. So
1: that, that felt a bit better once we had that on. And then we pretty much just rolled in for the last 30k's home. There has been a bit of, uh, on this camp, I'd say from past camps, I've found there's been more. Um, really easy, gentle riding.
0: Yeah, right? I've noticed that as well. I think the thing is, is and it's interesting because I feel in a way that last year's, the last two camps riding-wise were harder than this camp. But I was talking to Douglas and he thinks it's harder and I think the difference is, is that you don't have two groups Yeah. and that like previously, like in the last couple, you'd have like maybe six guys who are really strong and you ride together and then the six or seven guys would take off and, you know, if you're in that front group, you're really pushing mm. hard. Um, And, you know, in the back people would obviously have to push hard to kind of keep up. Whereas this time... If you're a middle of a pack rider it's harder because the group stays together
1: longer mm. so no the first 2 days was 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 pretty solid at times so you know yeah i, I think that for me i'm finding there's more hard riding um, but there's more easy riding as well yeah, so yeah. yeah it's interesting i think a lot of people are worried about the climb today and uh, and we're pretty toasted after yesterday so yeah. um that's sort of the the end of the you know we've had th- four there's a fourth Solid day in a row. I mean, today wasn't so long, but it was still pretty tough with a 16k climb. Yeah. And tomorrow, it's going to be really interesting to see how things go tomorrow with the long run. My running's been feeling pretty shuffly the last couple of days, so hopefully freshen up it
0: tonight. Well, that's the problem at the moment with the running because you're kind of the problem one thing with Epic Camp when you do the run, you just run to time. Mm. So you're not motivated to run fast, so you just plod along. And like mm. this morning, I did my swim and then I did my run, and <coughs> should I have been lucky to get 10k out in 50 minutes? I was yeah. just plodding along. Mm. And it's, um, so you kind of you know then when you do something like tomorrow we're going to run two and a half tomorrow
1: aren't we yes but I, I'm yeah I, I agree with you I'm, I'm tempted to make it to a point mm. rather than a time, time yeah I, I so, kind of agree because yeah. you know like
0: points you know like you're rewarded for going faster then I think yeah. that motivates you more eh? so, yeah. um, so any guys? any other funny things happen
1: no
0: Melina having his beer Melina
1: always have his, has his beer We've mid, got epic beer. he has epic beer mm-hmm. he doesn't look really like sharing a lot of epic beer <laughs> <laughs> <Keeping> it <laughs> keeping that hidden away there. <laughs> we, we, on, on that, uh, I think he's got in his head. I've, I've got this idea for not tomorrow, the day after, when we we ride back to Nelson, And stopping at a winery. Oh, great! And um, but no, he, he was
0: keen on that. He was telling he, him
1: about. Yeah. He, he was keen on it. <laughs> uh, my idea was to stop there there's a place where you can take your own food in so it's BYO food, do a, do a little bit of tasting and then just carry on. Yeah. His idea is to stop there. He was talking about dinner have, and everything. Dinner, get pissed. <laughs> he says, okay, we've got, we've got to figure out a way we can put all the bikes on the vans so, so nobody has to ride home. And I'm
0: like,
1: we're coming from different angles here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was talking a time on the show last
1: night. Okay. Oh yeah, on Friday we're going, we're going to a winery we're going to have a big dinner and no. We're doing some wine tasting. Oh, I'll be interested to see wh- who tastes, wins over. It. Wine tastes like tastes like crap when you when you're absolutely toasted and you come in mm. and you got all that sweetness already in your mouth. Yeah, so Has to be a bit of palate cleansing before we get into it. Um, well, I won't be doing that because
0: I'm a bit as professional. But um, okay, well we're going to check on some interviews right now. I haven't actually done the interviews, so we're going to do them over this next period, and you'll get to see who they are right now. Right, guys. So next to me, I have David Langley from Brisbane, Australia. That's correct. How's it going to cricket, mate? <laughs> <laughs> stun, <laughs> that's a, that's a, stun silence. As a side note, because it, like this has got nothing to do with anything to do with Epic cat, but Australians are, are quite a strong sporting nation, and yeah. cricket is the sport that you guys just seem to have dominated the world in for the last 10, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. What's, you know, are you a big cricket follower? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so
2: what are you thinking at the moment? Because um, it's crumbling, eh? To tell you the truth, I was getting a little bored of cricket because oh, really? Australia that's, that's was kind of like Schumacher shoemaker so Formula One for a while. I suppose so. Yeah, I, I was. I enjoy competition. You want rivalry? Yeah, yeah. So like fitter, uh, yeah, kind of thing. That's why great not? For sport, yeah. And and we just they did, didn't but, have it. But they really,
0: you know, it's not like another rival was just yet. It seems that they've really lost.
2: Yeah. Oh well, you know, watching Australia flog the palms is pleasurable any time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But watching them flog everyone just gets boring so South Africa's turned up this year and just gone mental on us and now the Kiwis have won much to John Newsome's delight poking (laughs) me in the ribs the other night and now yourself Bev thanks very much this is a pretty important epic
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> I have an Epic Camp beer Oh there you go you, you,
0: yeah. you, John was saying Scott's not sharing with anyone but you're proof that you
2: are <laughs> So mate um, first of all what made you decide to come on Epic Camp? Um, lucky enough to train with a guy in Brisbane Andrew Charles Good old Charles
0: For those of you, mate, who you have listened in the past Charles has been on the last couple of camps I've done and we've had him on the show Good man
2: Excellent man Draw a lot of motivation from him Lovely guy eh? yeah, yeah He's just yeah. a cool guy Yeah, yeah. And managed to um, convince me that it would be good for me Yep And uh just just a challenge, you know, yeah. just to get with like-minded people and, yeah. and come along and so bash yourself. Wh- what's your history in the sport? Very limited. I had my first race in 2005. Okay. And that was Noosa. Yep. And um, struggled around that. Just for those who 10, don't know, Noosa's Olympic-sized try. Yeah, Olympic, yep. yep. And then um, catapulted myself into the world of half Ironman. Yep. And then um, did a full Ironman at Port Macquarie. So, um... Threw myself in the deep end, big time. Suffered for it, and but I've just come along in leaps and bounds over the last couple of years. So, yeah. I, you know what? Having people like Charlesy around that don't let you sit back on your ass and yeah, actually, you know, yeah. A, and pull you outside and say, "Come on, we're going to do this today." So it's been fantastic. Really? So here I am, day four, of epic camp.
0: So what's the objective? So, so you've heard about it,
2: Charlesy told you about it. Yeah.
0: Coming into it, first of all, what were you expecting?
2: Ah. Oh. When I signed up, um, it was very much, this is going to be fantastic for you, do this, do yeah. that. As soon as I paid the money, <laughs> Charles, e got on the phone and said, be afraid. Be very oh, really? afraid. Yeah. So he sold it like
0: you're like, it's oh, it's going be great. It. Then you sign up, oh, be ready to die. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's right, so I came here fully expecting to be hammered, and I must say it's living up to the expectation. Really, so you really yeah, are? Yeah, I, I pushed myself hard today, I had one speed up that hill, that yep. was slow, yeah. but I got there, <laughs> yeah. and um, here we are in Collingwood, so pleased with the way I've been going, really happy. So why? You know. Why? Um, I think having never challenged myself like this before, y- you question whether or not You know, haven't qualified for a Y, haven't done a very good Ironman time in the present company, and you go, you know, is this for me? Yeah, yeah. And it's nice to be able to say, well, at least for the first four days, I've held my own. Yep. And you sort of, you know, you get a big mental boost from that, and you know, you know that you're struggling, but then... The bloke next to you says, "Geez, this is hard, isn't yeah, it?" You know, yeah. so you sort of go, "Okay, everyone's doing similar things." And
0: so, what do you think you were learning from from the mental experience? You know, like you, those first three days. Like I'm, I missed the first couple of days, so but you know they were, they were mammoth, weren't they?
2: Oh, huge. The um, day one ride was headwind, like block headwind, all the way out. Yep. And um, at lunch, everyone was just excited because we were, we had three Ks coming into lunch of we were doing about 50 k's an hour yeah. with this tar wind. Got to lunch and went, John John Newsom said, yep, the clouds are looking good. <laughs> Everything's going well. Never trust a weather report. <laughs> we're going to have this tar wind for the next 60, 70 k's yeah. all the way home. And I, I swear, as soon as we got on the bike, suddenly change came through. And it was hang on to your bike for dear life. Really? Oh, um, the hedgerows, the, the wind blocks. Yeah. I learnt within the first, um, where the gaps came along, learnt within the first couple of hundred metres to lean, (laughs) lean in and hang on because the wind was ripping through there and it was some scary stuff. Wow. That was was probably the hardest um, ride I'd done for a long time on day one. Yep. And I thought, well, day two's bigger and day three's monstrous and but you got through those yeah got through them in fact so that would be your longest ride through. what did you do yesterday um 255 I've done that ride before but I've never run off it ok yep, yep. <laughs> so how are you finding the running because you know
0: you, the, the run's not really the focus on the camp is it the run's kind of just prolong yeah, and do it how are you finding yeah. it
2: my running is where I get let down all the time ok and I think that's partly because my fitness is growing yep. as I've been in the sport and I think running off the bike's a little different to getting out and just running yep um so, I've been getting through them, been getting through them. right. I ran with Scott Molina this morning and, and we cruised along quite nicely yep. after a massive day yesterday. Mm. So, I'm finding the running, um, I wouldn't say easy, mm. but you can definitely work yourself into it. Yep. Just when you think your legs aren't any good, mm. you, you seem to be able to get a cruise on. So. so, what do you think
0: you're going to learn from Ippich Kemp taking forward to racing? Um
2: Two things, I suppose, mentally. Yeah. You know that you can do it. Yeah. You know, when it's raining like it was today, yeah. And coming down the descent of um, Takaka Hill, I was freezing. Yep. Yeah. I was reminiscent of Dumb and Dumber hanging yep. on, going up that <laughs> mountain pass. I, I had a full-on chattering going on coming down, and. Um, I don't mind descending in the dry, but descending in the wet. yeah I was um scary yeah, well, it was it was scary and there was some quite substantial drops to mm, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. side so um, but yeah men- mental mental attitude is that um you know, if you can get through this week, I think I man's relatively simple. yeah um, and and just you know base fitness. Mm. I think backing up day after day. And, and, and thinking, you know, when you get on your bike and you've done 20K and everything hurts. Yeah. How the hell am I going to do 100, another 190 yeah. or how am I going to do another 230 like we did yesterday? Yeah. And then you end up, you're in your place in the afternoon and you're here and yeah. you're knackered, but everyone's knackered. Yeah. Sitting around. So you're finding as
0: the days go by, because like from my experience with Epic Camp that I often find the the first couple of days I'm, I'm really fatigued and I'm dying. But then as the days go by, I actually get stronger. Are you finding that's
2: happening for you? Every day, I've got stronger after lunch. Really? Yeah, I've struggled to eat. Yep. Um, I don't know, had tiny bouts of nausea. I'm not sure whether that's through exertion or yep. just, you know, pure nervousness on day mm-hmm. one, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I've been trying to eat little meals yep. all the time. So just constantly kind of grazing. Yeah, constantly grazing. And But then come lunch, I've been having, over the last couple of days at least, I've been having a bit more. And then, you know, 5, 10Ks in, I've just gone, bang, you know. Yeah. I feel better. Legs feel Fire great. Up. Yeah. I don't know whether that's mental as well because yep. you're nearly home as such. Because yeah, yep. typically lunch is about halfway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, great. Fantastic. So, um, w- would you
0: recommend other people doing the camp?
2: Most definitely. It, it, you've got to be under no illusions that it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not for lighthearted, is it? No, no, it is tough and... Uh, I think you've really got to have a passion. Yep. You do have to have a passion for sitting on a bike. Like yesterday, we had nine and a half hours ride time. Yeah. You know, with with two, you know, not not overly steep climbs, but decent, but, but decent long mm. climbs. And when you when when that comes at the seven hour mark, and and it's hot and you're sweating, and you go well. I love this or I hate this. Yeah. And I think you sort that out pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so have you had any moments where you want to jump in a Or have you no, you're determined to get no. through the camp? Yeah. I said to myself that um I don't want to have any mental days, okay. mental breakdowns. Yep. Even if I'm way off the back. Yep. I don't care. I'd love to get through every session that's Okay, my so own, the goal is to so. do every session. And I, I see guys guys like Steve and And just taking off and doing K after K and all these tack-ons. And I I must admit, um, after the 190 on Tuesday, um, Ken said to me, oh, you should have just done 200, you know, you get an extra point. But for me, this camp especially, it's not about the points. Yeah. it hits hard not to get caught up in it, though. Like it really the is. time trial, yeah. I dropped my iPod. Yeah. So I, and did you contemplate not stopping? I did stop, but I lost. I couldn't find it. it oh, gone, yeah. No. So I said, I said, bugger this! I'm oh, <laughs> in the no. middle of a time trial. I'm gone. Oh really? Oh, that yeah. sucks. There's only a little mini one. Yeah. bucks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so you're looking forward so, to the rest of then? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, like anything, I, I think you you wake up the next day and you just. Get into it. Yep. When when, when do you race next? Uh, Port Macquarie, which is, is about April, isn't it? Yeah, April five. So April go home,
0: 5th. rest, and then yeah, move on. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I think that that's definitely the plan. I think I think you got to trust your body to recover over the next couple mm, of weeks. Yeah, the mental game, yeah. and then uh, and then another build phase, I suppose, and then yep. then rest and hopefully have a great race. Would well, you ever go? I'd love to go like sub. 10, like ten fifteen. Yep. I'd love to go sub nine. I don't know if I'm biting off more than I can choose. Sub 10, you mean? Uh, sub sub yeah. 10. So, yeah. Did I say sub you nine? You do sub nine if you want, no, mate. I, oh, I tried that for years. <laughs> it's a stupid game. <laughs> no. But now, listen to me talking like a pro. So if you had your ideal day, you go in the, in the nines? Oh, ideal, yeah. yeah. I've, really, I've really got to work on my running, as I said. I'm
0: confident with my swimming bike. Mm, We're well, coming with after this, you're going to have amazing roads cycle legs, so you should be able to run better off the bike. So Yeah. 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 The never ending challenge, eh? Yeah, uh. that's right. Alright Dave, well thanks for coming on and having a yarn, Um, good luck for the rest of the camp, yeah. thanks very don't, much. don't kill us tomorrow in the run, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> thanks. And good luck mate. on the descent going back down the other side of Tucker Hill, because yes, that's yes. more twisty, I'll tell oh, you. No. I know, it's hope dry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright mate, see you later man. Cheers. Alright, so next to me right now I have the lovely Tara Norton, the legend that she is, and uh, before we actually get into the Epicant stuff, you, you tell us about your Kona, so last year in Kona... You You must have had a pretty good swim, you're on the bike, you're flying along, you're saying you're averaging about 36, gunning it in fourth place, you must be thinking, oh my God, this is the best day of my life, and then what happened?
3: Unfortunately, my day ended pretty abruptly. So there was a volunteer at an aid station, and I wasn't stopping at the aid station, so I was in my arrow bars, and she reached down to pick up a water bottle that was on the ground, and she darted forward right in front of me. So, head-on
0: collision. So, you smashed right into it? A...
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, head-on.
0: Yeah. And so, what happened?
3: Uh, I'm not sure exactly what happened, because I don't really remember. <laughs> but I do remember standing on the side of the road. Basically, yeah, I launched off my bike and landed. And what happened to your body? Um, I basically had 11 little fractures.
0: 11 fractures? Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. Go big or go home.
0: Well, You went big. <laughs> well, And so, so what happened? So, you you went to the hospital and...
3: I didn't actually go to the hospital till the next day. Oh, really? Why not? Um,
0: There's a race on you to see. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, I probably should have, okay. but I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I waited till the next day. Did um, you realize you had broken it? I was pretty sure that I had broken, um, for sure, a rib and my arm. Uh, I didn't know about the rest of the fractures, but I was We Where were the ribs? Um, I had two in my foot, two in my hip, five little small breaks in my vertebra. Oh, really? And uh, so you're my sure arm. So you are lucky. Yeah, I got... Yeah. For sure. As <laughs> is, 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 is
0: crazy as it is.
3: Well, and also the back of my helmet was in two pieces and my head was bruised and my low back on both sides uh-huh. were bruised. So. so you seem to have made a
0: pretty, pretty quick recovery to be like here doing this. Kind of, you know, you're smashing this week. What, did you, what happened after Kona?
3: Well, definitely the first month I didn't think I was even going to come back to triathlon because oh, really? I couldn't move. Uh, the good thing about broken bones is they heal, and they heal really well. Yeah. Um, so I did nothing at all for a month because I couldn't move, but I did lots of, you know, calcium supplementation yeah. and, and took good care of myself. And was it pretty scary? It was very scary.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Tell me about it.
3: Well, I think the, the scariest part was that I actually thought, I think I might be done. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, I wasn't planning to come to Epic Camp until, you know, a few weeks ago. Uh, but all has worked out well in the end. Oh, that's really good news.
0: Yeah. So, so you're so ready to now there, and you're ripping it up. You know, like you, you, you must in the back of your mind be thinking yellow. Or, or I'm not sure. What are you thinking? Are you thinking about
3: it? Well, when I came here, I thought, you know, yellow for one day. That'd be good. Yep. First woman to wear yellow. yeah. I'm okay with that. So mission accomplished. Okay. Day day one. Yep. I'm pretty close behind right now in second, but Stephen Lord, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy mad he man. is mileage madman. Really? Yeah. So so, I might, uh, I might play it smart. I've got a whole season ahead of me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, and plus, even if I wanted to, I don't know if I could catch that guy, because he really is a madman. <laughs> it, it is interesting, eh? Because it's
0: like, we've had, you know, we've had Del Campo versus Montgomery. You know, you've had these rivalries over the years, and, it, and you see people like both Del Campo and, and Montgomery That year, a couple of years ago, they... Um, they, they killed themselves, and, and you could say it was pretty detrimental to their season, but you, just get, you get caught up in it, don't you?
3: Absolutely. Hey. Yeah, it's easy to get caught up in it, for sure.
0: And Albert last year, like, John was always just on his case last year, and Albert just, you know, remember he was just killing himself, wasn't he? Yeah. He was a zombie. Yeah, especially
3: yeah. after he did that two-hour run. Yeah, that's right. That I won't take-on. <laughs> yeah. Man, <laughs>
0: couldn't think of anything
3: worse to do. So how are you finding it, then? So how are you going? It's a great group. Of course, a lot of fun, Um, and I have gotten caught up in it, which has been fun, and uh, I figured I had to make Lordy Lordy at least work a little bit for the yellow, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's good, it's fun, it's beautiful, scenery, of course, is awesome. Every time we do a kiwi roller, as they call it, it's like a mountain in Toronto. (laughs) Actually, it's bigger than anything I ever ride, so it's awesome.
0: Coming back, you seem to be riding really strong. I'm not too sure about swimming and running, but you seem to be riding really strong. Considering you had so much time off, what do you think that's the case?
3: The time off, in the end, I think is a real blessing. Oh, okay. At the time, of course, I wasn't happy about not being able to do anything, Mm. but... It's pretty rare for us Ironman Type A athletes to have a full month off of yep. training. So mm. now that all is said and done, maybe it's not such a bad thing. So do you um, think you'll
0: learn, do you think that's something you'll take forward? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. So I we'll think like I'll learn Kona and then you have a month off and
3: yeah. And now that I'm coaching other athletes, it'll probably you so know translate to them as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you're doing some coaching. I am. Let's give it a plug. Yeah. Uh, excellent. I'm coaching at um, Absolute Endurance in Toronto. Okay. Is there a Yeah, it's absoluteendurance.com.
0: Very good. And so and if you want to see you, yeah, just go there and hook it
3: up. Yeah. Um, so then you've got, I
0: was talking to you earlier, and you're saying you'll do St. Croix and then Lenzer Grotty.
3: Linzer Grotty. <laughs> That's what the bombs
0: will <laughs> call it, hey, Lenzer because it's meant yeah. to be a miserable race.
3: Yeah. Well, it suits me. The nine thousand feet of climbing are close oh, to you of course, it's good for me on the bike so I'm just saying that
0: you're a pro you're like you know do you look at your season okay well, where am I going to make money? Do you choose races based on that, or do you go, okay, well, I'm strong because riding's a real strength, is not it
3: yeah, yeah, and yeah. so
0: do you go okay well look, like the like lanes are is it like how do you choose your season
3: um well, certainly for me, you know I haven't won an ironman yet yep that that's something that I would love to do okay um. Scott's my coach, Scott Molina. And one of the ways that I pick races are races that I really want to do, that I'm okay. passionate so about. Because yeah. passion if you don't race. want to do it, if you're not into it, not gonna, that's probably yeah. not a good you know, good idea. So Lanzarote is a beautiful island. I love that race. Uh, this will be my fourth time back there. So oh, I think wow. the more you race a certain race, the better you get at it. Yeah,
0: because you experience it. Yeah. yeah.
3: So I love it there. And have you got
0: plans for the rest of the year after that, or are you not really sure at the stage?
3: After this season?
0: After Lanzarote. Oh,
3: yeah. No, I'll I'll probably do uh, Ironman France Oh okay. Yeah. and Ironman Canada.
0: Wow, so it's a busy season and then Kona? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's pretty close to Kona of Canada, or is it just what you do?
3: Uh, it is, and I've never done it because of that reason, but yeah. I think that now that I've done this many Ironman and I can recover more quickly, um, I would love to do Canada being Canadian.
0: So what you're saying is that as, as you've done more Ironman, you find you recover quicker? Definitely. Wow, so why, what makes you think that?
3: I think our bodies just get more accustomed to the insanity, yeah. the intensity, and and that wiring. I don't know. Something happens, and it's easier to recover.
0: Oh, wow. Well. And so, uh, oh Oh, well, that's pretty fascinating.
3: Maybe not for everyone, but I'm finding it for me. How are you finding this
0: camp in comparison to last year's camp?
3: It's quite different. Um, I don't know if I can put my finger on it right now. Um, there's been a little bit more... Pack like friendly riding. Yeah, it's definitely not splitting up as much as last year. Yep. You were there last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely seemed to break <clears throat> up. There were more little packs last mm. year. This this
0: yeah, there's, there's, last year seemed to be two groups—one real strong group and then and the rest basically. And this year it seems to be that everyone's kind of riding together, aren't Yeah. They? Yeah.
3: People, as John said, people are a little more friendly.
0: <laughs> no moment. one's being aggressive really, and no one's really attacking and like doing a gordo and taking off and.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Maybe it's because Gordo's not here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't
0: I'm sure <laughs> and so I'm um, looking forward to the next few days
3: yeah it's going to be good four days wow four down four to go yeah that's a bit intense yeah, you looking forward to your run tomorrow the, yeah well I think it's going to be beautiful it's mm. going to be on a trail that'll yeah, be nice two yeah. hour two hour trail what, and training, what,
0: what's your longest run
3: Um, I think I've done 245
0: yeah what do
3: you run nine minutes um, well my PB is 324 okay so it's pretty Yeah, you know it's not a bit. That's my area to work on. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that hard, you know,
0: 'cause obviously your cycling is your strength, you know, and obviously it's probably the thing you like the most.
3: Um, for sure. I mean yeah. But this year I've got some more running training plans. So hopefully I can I can make a bit of a break and you know, yeah. step that up a bit. Yeah. Well,
0: it's lovely having you on as always. you always get me to do my Good noise, times. don't you? Good times. <laughs> you know? And I and I always
3: go Ooh! and <laughs> Belly's back
0: (laughs) Always having a bit of fun out there So it's like Good having you on Hopefully you can kind of Keep Steve Madman Just you know Pushing his limits To the end of the thing Don't kill your year You know obviously Just quickly How did you find the effects Of doing Epic Camp last year Afterwards Into your season
3: It was good for me I think I gained a lot of fitness um, I actually went from Epic Camp last year straight to That's Melbourne. That's where you
0: really quick, yeah. I
3: did Geelong 70.3. Yeah. And uh, if I'd known how intense the camp really was going to be, I wouldn't have signed up, so I have not signed up for a race a week after Epic Camp <laughs> yeah, this was, year. Yeah. And when I went to Melbourne last year, I thought, well, this is either going to go really well or not so well. And it was actually okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I didn't have quite the oomph, but um, I had an, a decent race. Cool.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh. All right, well... Go She's just coming for a bike right now. said, so "Come inside. Don't worry about your smell because she doesn't smell. I must say, she's a lovely lady." And it's us just shut up, even. <laughs> Good time. Good times. Right. Thanks. Catch up later on. Right next to me right now I have Heath Thurston and he's commenting on the high-tech power equipment we have of IAM talks, you know, and he was, we we're using a cup for the mic holder and he asked us in the studios, we have it's, that, and, it's pretty sweet, and, and I have to confirm that we do, it's, we, you know, we're tight budget, you know, it's not like we're hey, billions of dollars. Wh- whatever, whatever works, it's man, working whatever for us. works. Hey, so, um, one thing I've heard a lot about you is just swimming ability, so I was talking to Scott last night about you on the show, actually, he was just saying how you're just an amazing swimmer and... Um, how your body position just seems to be perfect and stuff, so do you want to give us a bit of a kind of history on your swimming first?
4: Yeah, my background is swimming I started my mom started uh, my whole family swimming, she wanted to make sure we all knew how to swim, but yeah, you it do. just <laughs> kind of yeah it just kind of all stuck with all of us. We all swam. I started when I was about four or five years old, yeah, and uh we were actually known as the swimming Thurstons, really in our home little small town, yeah and so It just uh, that was my sport growing up. I did a a bunch of other sports, but that one always. So you swam competitively? Mm Yeah, yeah, all through high school, and I was I was going to go swim in college, but uh, I was so burnt out after high school. (laughs) I was was thinking about swimming kids because swimming kids, you know, like you you do start so
0: young, don't you? You you're Mm -hmm. swimming from basically like seven onwards, and you from a fetus. Yeah, you really are, and (laughs) and the hours those kids too. How did you find that at that age? Like you know, high school swimming. How was that?
4: You know, I. you know I loved it. I absolutely Cuz you swim twice a day. All growing, yeah, twice a day. Where you're, I mean you're putting in you know, from my middle school, junior high through high school, I was putting in close to 10,000 meters a day. Really? You know, and so it, it. But that's what you have to do as a swimmer. You yeah. have to put in that many yards and that that much uh, in the water to to swim what, for five what, minutes. Yeah, what, what was your specialization? Mean? Uh, a, a long distance. Oh, so I was a 200 free and a 500 long free. Long distance 200. I did some fly <laughs> as well. So. But but that's what's so weird about swimming is you swim all these hours and all these yards for a for a race that only lasts at the longest five minutes yeah <laughs> or something so yeah. it's it's kind of crazy but that's what you have to do to build it up and so you got to you know, high school and you just just couldn't hit enough yeah I was just burnt out I wanted a break and I wasn't much of a school kid anyway yeah yeah <laughs> maybe like yourself yeah. I don't know <laughs> what just, do you mean yeah I'm, I'm not a school kid so yeah. I just uh, I just. <laughs> Decided to just take a break, and uh, a few years later, after I actually had gotten married, um, I decided to try try to go back and try to make it to nationals yeah. uh, in swimming, and and I was doing really well and and stuff, but I was in school at the time, and it was just a lot a lot going on, so I just well, kind of as a kid with swimming, you know, one thing I'm curious about is that, you know,
0: you do train, you know, you're saying ten thousand k, I mean ten thousand k, I mentioned that ten thousand a day. Um, what about the social lives? Do you feel you're missing out on the social, you know, because they do,
4: you know, your energy, your time? Well, I think that it, it, it is true, but I think the thing about swimming is it's such a, what I love about it, it's such an individual sport, Yeah. because, you know, it is, it's individual all about birth, you, it's, yeah. it's about you and your time. You know, you're racing other people, but it's you and the time, uh, the, the time clock, but as as a group you're with a team and i mean so those are all friends. my best friends yeah. you know that i grew up with since i was 5 Yeah, and you know some come and go and but literally i i don't necessarily feel out feel like i missed out on most things cuz i think swimming actually gave me such a direction and such a drive to, I mean, it gives you such discipline. Yeah, I mean, you got to be you know how to work hard. If you got, you got to get up at you know four thirty in the morning, go to swim practice, and then come home, try to shovel a ton of food in your mouth, and yeah. then go to school for however long, and then. Go right to swim practice after school, yeah. and then you got to come home and shovel in some more food, yeah. and then Between do your, your homework. homework yeah. Pretend. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I would just leave it till the
0: next day. <laughs> so,
4: so then you gave up swimming, did some study. What got you to try? Um, I actually I caught the Ironman on and off growing up, and I always loved the idea. I thought it was fascinating. And then uh, I actually did a team one when I was like eleven or twelve with my dad and my brother in my hometown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I got a little taste of it but I didn't ever really get into biking or running until uh, after I graduated high school and, and got married. I started running a little bit and then I finally I, I finally got my bike, which my wife was like furious that I spent three hundred dollars oh, really? from bike. And now now yeah, if I'm if sure we, we have of bikes now. <laughs> now we have like four or five and they're all like five grand yeah. so she's it's pretty funny to look back on it now but i just started uh I, I wanted to to do one and just see how it was and i mean the very first one i had i had just got my bike i'd only ridden like three or four times yeah. on it. and i had kind of been running and i really wasn't swimming just because i knew how to swim yeah, so yeah. it didn't matter but i went and did a an olympic distance race in utah and uh i, I mean it hurt. I got. Off, I remember. I got off the bike and I literally about fell over. My yeah. legs were yeah. just like stumps. Yeah. And I was like, "There's no way I can run 10k." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I did it, and it was just. It, I was hooked ever since, and it just keep building on from there so one thing you know
0: for most of us you know we
4: most people who listen now you know they come from
0: a sporting background but necessarily not the long training sporting background you know we may have played rugby or tennis or a kind of recreational sport like that where you know you put in maybe five or chris mcdonald field hockey yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) (laughs) explains a lot (laughs) but you know what i mean so you you did most people don't really aren't used to that volume of training and so then you come to ironman and you know, it's it's all a new experience. Whereas you've come from a life where the excessive training has kind of been the
4: norm. Have you found going, for, you know, the Ironman training comparison to your swimming training? Well, I think it's it's really really similar, which helps because I know what it takes, yep. and you know, I know I can do it. Yep. But at the same time, I think. Uh, because I did it for such a long time growing up, it's hard to do. Yeah, still now for for me anyway. Yeah. But well, is, I it know, more, is it kind of just because you're like tired of yeah. training that much for your life. Yeah, you it's, last just, it's just it's just a lot of you time. Know, you, you know how long you need to be out on the bike. You yep. know how long you need to be out on the run. And to look back at you know growing up and knowing how much I swam and everything yeah. too. And you know, luckily, I am glad that I don't have to spend as much time in the pool like yeah. some, you know some other triathletes, which. That's a big blessing for me, but at the same time, I need to spend a lot of time on the bike yeah. or the run that other people don't. Okay, so... so it, it evens out. Yeah.
0: Hey, so, um, I had a really good question. I've totally forgotten it. Um, How are you finding Eba, Oh,
4: that's... Miserable but fun. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, the first two, or th- the first day, I was like, uh, "Where's my plane ticket? I want to really head home." Really? It was just, it was really tough. And so even for someone who's used to extreme, it was. It yeah, was, it, was, it was tough in a different way because I'm not used to this kind of volume at all. Okay. And I'm coming from my off season right yeah. now. And so that was that was the big thing, and and we found out that there was some messed up with my bike and my crank which we finally got taken care of and so today you know I'm glad I'm kind of back yeah. so but the first couple of days mostly cuz of that the the problem with my bike was making it probably more miserable miserable than it is frustration it's it's great the great atmosphere i mean the scenery is my first time in new zealand yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving it yeah. Yeah, i'm loving it and the group is just is awesome yeah. you know so
0: when are you planning to race next?
4: uh new orleans Half When's that? It's April 5th Okay so go home Have a rest And then build towards that
0: Hey so Just for our listeners Since you are Like you know Like Scott was talking about Big time as a swimmer And I
4: can't see you (laughs) in the water But what are some tips for swimming That you think are really important um, you know, a lot of the people that I work with and coach, and a lot of the triathletes. So you actually swim coach as well. Yeah, I do a lot of swim coaching, and that's one of my main jobs yep. is doing a lot of swim coaching. And one of the the most common things I see with with people that are learning how to swim or coming into triathlon is they they try too hard to they force their body through the water. Okay. And, and in swimming, you have to just get your body, you have to let yourself relax. It's the only sport out there that you can, you really don't have to do anything, you, you just got to let your body float. Okay. You know, and I, and I always used to joke around with a lot of people I coached, and, and I used to tell, tell them that swimming, swimming, all swimming is is floating and then moving forward. But mm-hmm. as as I actually started thinking about it, it actually started making more and more sense, and that's literally what it is. And it really is as simple as that, but most people forget about that floating part. Yeah. And they actually try to put their body too high in the water. Oh,
0: really? Yeah. you got So they
4: think they're trying to be straight, but they yeah. overemphasize it. Yeah, they're overemphasizing that lift in the water. Yeah. Where as, as you get faster, you'll come up higher in the water. Yeah. But if you try to make yourself go too high in the water, then you're fighting it. Okay. it's kind of like you know if you look at an iceberg out in the ocean you know how much of an iceberg is out of the water oh, I mean, it's yeah. only like a tenth yeah. you know the massive is underwater yeah. and it's just like our bodies you got to you got to put most of your body underwater Oh, that's interesting you know and and if you if you start and in swimming everything is opposite from you know it's a matter of switching your mindset yeah so with swimming If you can switch your mindset from, because most people take what, how their body moves out of the water and they do the same thing or they try to do the same thing in the water and you can't, you know, so like say if you're out of the water um, and you were to try to pick somebody up, say, and they were dead weight or they were stiff. Dead weight is a lot heavier, right? Yeah. But in the water, it's the exact opposite. If you're dead weight, if you're just totally relaxed, you're lighter in the water. And as soon as you stiffen up, you go heavier. Mm. So you got to think of swimming... And you gotta think of being in the water really opposite than so what how, you are So how, how, how do you train that to yourself? You know, like you're saying that basically at the end of the day,
0: we wanna be as relaxed as possible so our body's creating as less tension as possible and so that it moves
4: faster through the water. What what's some tips that we could think of to train ourselves or to think that way? One of the things that the very first thing whenever I get anybody, regardless of skill level, if they, from a beginner that's barely learning how to swim to yeah. somebody that maybe swam in high school or yep. something, I'll do this this drill every time, and I'll just have them do a dead man's float. Really? Yep. So, I'll just have them float. So it's just training they, they them. They don't to float. they don't kick because what happens is, I'll I'll get somebody in the water and I'll say I'll just tell them without explaining anything I'll say do a dead man's float, oh. and it's funny to see uh, how people uh, think of it. Yep. Because some people will float on their back, yep. some people will float on their stomach. Oh, so you don't actually tell them, you just say no, do a float? No, oh, I'll just, okay, I'll just tell them, yeah. just do a dead man's float. Yep. And however they think they're supposed to do it. Yep. And it's really interesting to see what people think they're supposed to be with doing a dead man's float. And a dead man's float is just, I mean, you're totally relaxed. Your arms and legs should pretty much float towards the bottom of the pool. But I've seen people where they'll stick their arms straight out in the water. Their legs, they're trying to hold their legs up and they're sitting there you know, yeah, paddling. Around, yeah, yeah, they're they're trying to they're trying to hold themselves up and that's not a dead man's fault. Yeah. And so and that's always the best thing to start out with because it actually from the very first it'll give them the the knowledge and the sense yeah. of knowing, oh I'm really not relaxed because people think they're relaxed, yeah. But they're really not, uh, and so by d- having them do a dead man's float, they actually really finally realize, oh, that's what relaxing yeah, means. Yeah, so they know how to feel you know, relaxed. It's just yeah. let yourself float, and what people will realize is when you do a, a real, true dead man's float, what'll happen is you'll take, you know, you'll take a good breath. You don't need to overinflate your lungs, but take a good breath of air, and then go into the float, and your body will, your body will basically come up and then it'll sink down, yep. and then it'll float back up. Oh, uh, okay. And it's it's actually waiting for your body to float back up that is really the key to that. Okay, Because so trusting it's going to hit you. Yeah, because yeah. what, uh, what a lot of people will do is they'll start to feel themselves sink down, yeah. and that's when they start Starts treading to water. Uh, and so by letting themselves... By just really allowing your body to do what it's... Because in water, you, you travel slower through the water because it's more dense. Yep. And so you got to allow that. It, it only takes like three or f- three to five seconds for your body to do that. Yeah. But if you allow your body to actually relax and let it float up, yeah. it'll do it within a couple seconds. Uh, that's interesting. That's some so. good tips here. Hey, so you're looking forward to the rest of the game? I am. i am finally got my bike legs back, and yeah. so I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so. What What have been the highlights for you so far? Uh, highlights probably just the scenery i mean it's just and the guys the you know the group rides and i mean the miles uh, that's a lot yeah. <laughs> but but it's uh probably just it's been awesome you know i mean i come from utah and so it's really mountainous and everything yeah. but it, it, it's still different yeah you know? and so it's it's been great had hey, hey, how'd I you find it? out about it uh, I am talk. Oh, nice <laughs> that's right nice. How oh, that's good, a good plug huh? <laughs> love your work everyone should listen to that podcast right. as well. yeah. <laughs> Some great guys
0: on there oh they're amazing <laughs> I tell you I've heard the great things about them hey well thanks for coming on the show and I'm sure uh, everyone would have loved hearing your swimming tips because uh, you know it's the battle for most triathletes isn't it because they don't have a swim background yeah. you know and it's that never ending oh, I know that feeling the never ending battle <laughs> God. hey well thanks for coming on and good luck for the rest of the camp and we may catch up later on thanks Bevan. cool thanks mate
1: plan for tomorrow then what's the whole plan so the plan will be um, we're, we're staying in a place called Collingwood which is at the um, it's not the arse end of New Zealand it's out in the middle of nowhere we're right oh it's a really stunning t- place even close to the south oh, yeah. yeah. Top, very very top of the south island Golden Bay
0: and this generally gets the most sun in this area doesn't it
1: yeah, oh, I think <laughs> over the hill does oh, okay um but uh, it's, it's quite tidal. It's a big estuary lagoon. And so we're high tide, I think is at 7 o'clock. So we'll be doing an open water swim in the morning. And then we'll be doing a... Are we going to open water in the morning, are we? How long? Uh, 50 minutes, 3 three ish yeah. And then we'll can be I going... Can I use my wet then? You can use your wetsuit. Oh, great. Yeah. And then we'll be going in and doing a long run on the Hefe track, which is one of New Zealand's fairly well-known tracks. Uh, doing it out and back. And yeah, as you said, I'm going to try to find a point that pe- everybody has to mm. ma- uh, make.
0: Let's not get lost like last year. No, this is. Because
1: there, there was like six hours or something, wasn't it? I did four four hours on that run. Yeah. It'll yeah. yeah. make about two and a half. Yeah. So that um, could be interesting. And then uh, we'll just have a, a minimum 60k bike, and people can really just do that at their own leisure. Maybe head out to uh, Puponga, which is sort of. Uh, the furthest road north you can get to oh we should do that Hmm. about Mm. 50k return from there so we have to tack on a bit so no hopefully we get some nice weather because we'll be able to kick back and relax see a bit of sun tomorrow hopefully and do you have any more like huge days to go well we're going to have a very tough day on Saturday which is the second last day we're going to be biking to Lake Rotoweti which is uh it's gonna uh, not about ninety k's, but it's ninety k's. You look at the, the profile; it's ninety k's uphill. Really, we'll do an aquathon when we're there, and then ninety k's oh, downhill. Really? So, one hundred and eighty k's plus an aquathon with um, quite a bit of climbing. So, that'll be a tough day. Uh, good times
0: alright then well uh, that's pretty much today's show so uh, we'll get another show out for you tomorrow and uh... you
1: Aussies just for the record you're going down in the cricket, <laughs> the cricket. tonight oh you
0: did the other night Ah, oh, what's happening with Australian cricket eh <laughs>
1: we never talk about the cricket unless we actually <laughs> yeah wonder.
0: I know but we're winning at the moment but <laughs> going uh, down. I was giving Daniel Donald, McDonald a shit about it today on the bike and he was saying well even the US cricket team could probably beat them at the moment <laughs> so what's happening team what's oh, happening to the Australians enjoying uh, love loving being a Kiwi eh i And Russ i do
1: Mendo train hard train smart Kia Kaha